box, a box of chocolates Would I know to stay away? Oh, I said, if Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay that must be the Pandora's Lunchbox theme. Oh, good evening. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm Mike. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. Still, in spite of everything, it's a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. Are you feeling all right? Are you okay? Do you need to sit down? Are you all right? And there's a lot of gunk going around. Do you need to rest? Is your forehead warm? I just want to know. I care about you. And been a kind of a nasty season not right now it's 31.5 degrees in ann arbor according to wonderground.com with a wind of seven miles per hour of the north feels like 50 below doesn't really say that on the screen but emotionally sometimes it doesn't feel like that so you probably need some soup don't you i think you use a nice big warm bowl of soup so i've got some sonic soup i'm going to ladle over your head right now we got a couple of songs about soup. We're going to talk about borscht later and naturally the Ann Arbor Film Festival, which is a kind of a artistic soup. But in the meantime, Zachary Richard from New Orleans. I know you want some nice warm New Orleans soup, don't you? And now, you know the famous song, of course, jambalaya, crawfish pie, filet gumbo. Well, we might serve up some of that later, but in the meantime, we've just got some filet gumbo for you as a side dish, as an appetizer. Here's Zachary Richard, filet gumbo. No, just kidding. This, ha, fooled you. Here's Zachary Richard. I know I got what you gotta have I made some just 
Oh, I'm feeling better already. How about you? Zachary Richard, and that is filet gumbo. Now, what is filet? I think we know what gumbo is. It's a dish that has a strong flavored stock, meat or shellfish, a thickener, and seasoning of vegetables. You can get shrimp and chicken and sausage, and you can get, what else can you get? Alligator sausage and gumbo. Bell peppers and onions are, actually, here, here we go. Celery, bell peppers, and onions, did you know? is a trio known in Cajun cuisine as the Holy Trinity. Now, what is filet powder or gumbo filet? That is dried and ground sack of... <laughs> Let's try that again, shall we? Let me just take a moment to check. The temperature is now 31.4 degrees outside with the wind out of the north at 6 miles per hour. We will keep you posted on that through the show whenever I have trouble speaking. Now... Filet powder consists of dried and ground sassafras leaves. Did you know? I did not know. Now, Wikipedia says gumbo may have been based on traditional West African or native dishes, or maybe a derivation of the French dish bouillabaisse. We will get to bouillabaisse a little later in the show, because this is all about the soup, people. Now, if you're grumpy about the weather and you're looking for the head of Punxsutawney Phil, like I know some people are... I think there's been a preemptive move here from Howell, Michigan, from Woody, who is Michigan's official groundhog. This is a press release from the Howell Conference and Nature Center. You can look this up. It's real. Woody, Michigan's official groundhog, admits error. This was on March 20th, yesterday. It's the first day of spring, and Woody, Michigan's official groundhog, has faced the fact that this year's seasonal prediction was incorrect. Like all female woodchuck prognosticators, Woody is not afraid to admit when she's wrong. What does that mean? And although she correctly predicted, picked, the Baltimore Ravens to win the Super Bowl, she is avoiding March Madness in its entirety. Some observers recalled Woody's hesitation that morning when she exited her house, went back in, then came out again just in time to indicate an early spring. One witness to the prediction noted, Some female woodchucks exhibit indecisiveness, and it was clearly on display that morning. As a concession to her fans, Woody asked us to remind everyone they can receive a discount off summer day camp. We're not going to go into the advertisement side of this thing, but there is a four-page history of Woody's predictions on the website for whatever this is. Looks like it's from the Howell Conference and Nature Center. Honesty in woodchuckitude, honesty in groundhogitude is something we strongly believe in here whenever we find out what it is. Now, something I just found out, this got me on a whole soup kick, you see. Helen Kutcher of the Borscht Belt Resort, known as Kutcher's, has died at the age of 89. She's the matriarch of the family that ran one of the last of the big resorts in upstate New York's Borscht Belt. Family members say Kutcher died Tuesday of natural causes in a hospital in Philadelphia, where she had lived for several years. Kutcher's was one of the most famous big hotels in the Catskills, in the days when the region attracted largely Jewish families who drove north from New York City to escape the summer heat. Not a problem we have right now. In its heyday, Kutcher's was known for serving up big meals and for attracting entertainers like Mel Brooks and Milton Berle. It was the sort of big, bustling resort portrayed in the 1987 movie Dirty Dancing. Helen Kutcher's husband Milton died in 1998. 
says Wikipedia, our friend here. Performers such as Duke Ellington, Louis Armstrong, Dean Martin, and Woody Allen, and Jerry Seinfeld are some of the many notable performers to have graced the stage of Kutcher's nightclub. Now, Max and Louis Kutcher started the Kutcher's Brothers Farmhouse in 1907 and began expanding in the 20s and 30s. Serving up big meals would cause you to expand, wouldn't it? In the 40s, at the request of his aunt, Rebecca, Milton Kutcher took over the hotel. He oversaw the hotel's significant expansion in the 50s through the 80s that created a vacation spot with a 1,500-acre property with a 400-room resort, condos, two bungalow colonies, two summer camps, an 18-hole golf course, and a lakefront. Milton Kutcher and his wife, Helen, ran the hotel side-by-side, with Helen serving as the head of reservations and doyen of the resort. The two ran the hotel until Milton's death in 1998, at which point his son, Mark, took over management of the hotel, along with Helen, who continued to greet guests daily into the 2000s. But Helen Kushner has left us. She was 89 years old. Now, what is this borscht belt we speak of now? We've got the Bible belt, the sun belt, the rust belt, but the borscht belt. What is borscht? Borscht is a soup of Ukrainian origin, in case you did not know. In most European, that is in most Eastern and Central European countries, it's made with beetroot as the main ingredient, giving it a deep reddish-purple color that is quite beautiful. In some countries, tomato is used as the main ingredient, while beetroot acts as a secondary ingredient. Other non-beet varieties also exist, such as the tomato paste-based orange borscht and green borscht, also known as sorrel soup. The original Ukrainian name does not end with a T, but a final T was added when the word was borrowed into Yiddish, and the word was borrowed into English from Yiddish, where we now enjoy it very much today. Now, you should know that one of the classic country songs of our time was erroneously named I believe it was erroneously named Ghost Riders in the Sky, but actually the proper, awesome, authentic title is as follows. As sung by Mr. Mickey Katz, an associate of Mr. Spike Jones, Horatio Q. Birdbath, all of the above. This is Mickey Katz and the real title of the song, which I cannot verify that that is true, but I'm going to say it anyway. Borscht Riders in the Sky. Thank you. Hello, Capone's went out to lunch beyond the poly gates. He walked into a vegetarian restaurant called Nate's. Tied a noisy poop cat from flying with his horse. Comet's furious he yelled out, give me a plate of borscht. Now listen, hey, the boss was hot, the fire of his is hot, he brand from steam. The cowboy said, was for a clog, I want some sour cream. These guys, they shook just for the schnook, the bells gave out a clang. The cream came up from Brooklyn, whoo-ha, fuck me a gang. Borscht-Riders in die Sky. 
Heard a cop on Shady's bush right up and bought some for his horse. He shot it into Hussy with a hypo, of course. Hold <laughs> down, gave us luck. With joy, he fell the surfing flow. He dived right through the skies of bush right into Pimlico. The horses lined up one by one just as they reached the barrier. And someone shot a pistol and they ran as a viaquilla. There they go, Dalton, taking the ladies hags out. Second is Finsternior, in third place is Flying Bisk. And coming up schnell from the rear is Happy Hinton. But who is Bostrider? Yeah, Claude. He sits shiver by the barrier, gets guitar grips, when a left as if he had cyclone, or tumter, a cat's flying pisk, he's past Finster and Yor, gets spider on of Hagsals, come on, boss rider, we did Hey, the pedal left is on his way, as in she can be stopped. The crowds again, the sugar yelling, gay, the altish cafe. The boss, the horsey from the sky, he made the hood look silly, but the cream more often he fell down in eyes, gotta kill it. <laughs> The original authentic, that is in fact Mickey Katz and Borscht Riders in the Sky. I wish I could talk like that all day. Would you like that? I'd like that. It's quarter to seven. It's Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture. Soup, lots of soup today on the menu. Now, a little bit more about uh, borscht. In Ukrainian cuisine, borscht can be a vegetable soup or based on either chicken or other meat bouillon. Traditionally, borscht is served with pampushki and smetana, which makes me very happy to say. Pampushki. See, I can't say it twice, though. It speaks volumes. Pampushki. See, I can't even say it a third time. Pampushki is a type of dinner roll. Shmetana is a Czech composer who pioneered the development of a musical style which became closely identified with his country's aspirations to independent statehood. He's thus widely regarded in his homeland as the father of Czech music. Let me try that again. Shmetana is a kind of sour cream. That's what I meant. Now, um, yes, so, you know, we talked earlier about bouillabaisse which may have been the derivation for gumbo. We're going to get to that in just a moment. But first of all, you should know, you know Neil Young and Crazy Horse? Here's another thing you should know. Ghost Riders in the Sky does not exist. Only Borscht Riders in the Sky exists. There is no Neil Young and Crazy Horse, but there is Neil Young and Crazy Borscht. If you look up neilyoungandcrazyborscht.tumblr.com, there's a useful website which gives... Well, here he says, this is a quote from Confucius from the website. For every bowl of borscht, there is, an, there is a Neil Young album of equal value. I'm going to read some of this to you right now. At the Odessa Diner at 119 Avenue A, New York, says here, It's restorative, soupy, warm on a winter night. The guys behind the counter seem to be having fun. But is it borscht? Not really. Sure, it's red and got beets in it, but it kind of just seems like soup. Good soup, but not specifically borscht. Followed by a review for Neil Young's album Mirrorball from 1995. Neil switches Crazy Horse for Pearl Jam. Good fuzzy rock sounds, but kind of forgettable and not distinctly Neil Young sounding. It's fun, but it'll never be your favorite. So on we go through this website with a review of Borscht and a review of a Neil Young album. A review of Borscht and another review of a Neil Young album. Yes, Neil Young album, this notes, this notes for you. I like the final note, put it away forever. 
So this is all. It's a very important website. It's a lovely red color, this website, and you should definitely look it up. But in the meantime, I think I'm all overexcited from that Mickey Cat song, and we need a moment of reflection, shall we? Has it been a hard time for you and your loved one? Let's hear from the soul philosopher, Mr. Joe Tex, shall we? He's got something to say about that same old soup. If you're thinking about leaving someone who's given you the best years of their life, I beg you to stop. Think it over Are you really Really doing what's right You say you're tired Of the same old soup And you say you've warmed it For the last time Well just make sure The bowl of soup you get Is warmer than The bowl of soup you're leaving behind (laughs) You know, ever since I can remember I've been hearing the expression It's the same old soup just warmed over And I've always been curious as to what that meant I asked my grandmother Because I used to hear her say this to Mrs. Kitty The lady who lived next door to us Grandma would say, Miss Kitty, how's everything over there this evening? Miss Kitty would say, it's the same old soup, Miss Mary. Grandma never did tell me what it meant. She would always say, oh boy, go on somewhere and play. Well, I found out when I got grown that it means when two people are tired of snowing in each other's face after 10, 20, 30, 40, going on 50 some odd years, they finally get tired of each other. And if it's the woman who wants to leave, usually she stays only because of convenience. And if it's the man who wants to go, nine times out of ten he stays because he just ain't got nowhere else to go. But Mr. Man and Miss Lady, let me remind you of this. If you've been putting up with each other all these years, you might as well hang on in there. Cause it ain't nothing out there in them streets Everything is gone, y'all So if you're thinking About leaving Someone who's given you the best years of their life Think about it, listen I beg you to stop Ooh, think it over you're really, really doing what's right. You say you're tired of the same old soup. And you say you've warmed it for the very last time. Well, just make sure the bowl of soup you get. Listen to me. Is warmer than the bowl of soup you're leaving behind. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Joe. Mr. Joe Tex, born Joe Arrington Jr. in Rogers, Texas.
He took the name Joe Tex from being Joe from Texas, wouldn't you know? In 1972, he converted to the Muslim faith and took the name Joseph Haziz. He passed away in 1982, but not before leaving us awesome songs like that and Bad Feet, which is one of the best ever songs about bad feet. He also did Skinny Legs and All and a song called You're Right, Ray Charles. The the soul philosopher Joe Tex. Thank you, Joe. So let's check the temperature right now. It looks like the temperature is now 31 degrees exactly with a wind out of the north at 5 miles per hour. Feels like 26. We'll be updating you as the show goes on. What's your temperature? How are you feeling? Just so you know, there is an ice cream called Influenza Sorbet. It won't give you influenza. It may not even cure your influenza, but it's made by Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams out of, I believe, it's out of Ohio. Pretty sure i got to look up the city, but out of Ohio. It includes lemon. What's in it? The gallery says, what's in it? It's made with lemon, lemon, obviously I need some help. Lemon, ginger, honey, and bourbon. Now, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, <laughs> yes. Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams is an Ohio-based small batch ice cream maker, including Maker's Mark bourbon and cayenne pepper. Uh, owner Jenny Bauer says to, the, says to ABC News, so you know it's factual, that the ice cream flavor inspired by a drink her grandmother made for her as a kid, which also included the whiskey. It's intended to make you feel better. She notes that the sorbet contains pectin, also found in cough, dro- cough drops, to help coat and lubricate the throat. So perhaps Jenny's influenza sorbet, lemon, ginger, honey, and bourbon, could be the kind of thing you could buy about eight pints of and just eat it nonstop until you feel better or otherwise. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for quite some time now. We're wrapping it up here, but this is a show about soup. And I do want to mention soup being what's being served in the form of film. There's a metaphor for you. Very smooth segue to the Ann Arbor Film Festival. Ann Arbor has the wonderful Ann Arbor Film Festival going on right now. And there are many themes. There are many type of things going on from documentaries to experimental film to narratives, animated films, films for all ages, films for no ages, films for the ages, at the Ann Arbor Film Festival at Michigan Theater, and I've taken it upon myself to check for you what has food references. Now, you may have missed a few, and if you do, maybe you can go find it yourself. This is a description of Persian pickles. This aired on Tuesday at 8.15 p.m. Fractal phonics accompany a delicate study of psychedelic paisley patterns. That's a review of Persian pickles by Jody Mack from 2012. It was a three-minute film. Today at noon... Lemon, this was earlier today, by Hollis Frampton. This film was made in 1969, a seven-minute film. As a voluptuous lemon is devoured by the same light that reveals it, its image passes from the spatial rhetoric of illusion into the spatial grammar of the graphic arts. Now, you have not missed Last of the Persimmons, however, one of a series of films by Pat O'Neill being shown tomorrow at 9.30 p.m. That is a six-minute film from 1972, and Asparagus on Saturday at 7 p.m. that is part of a selection of films by Suzanne Pitt. Says Amos Vogel of Film Comment, Asparagus clearly represents a major achievement of contemporary animated cinema. It is a measure of its audacity, 
profound honesty, an uncompromising personal vision that begins with an act of something that I'm not going to say on the air, metaphors in this instance of spent and renewed creative impulses. There it is, Asparagus, showing on Saturday night at 7 during the Ann Arbor Film Festival, a 19-minute film from 1979. And finally, you should know, oh, almost, nearly finally, Dear Pluto. Dear Pluto, this has... Oh, wait, wait, here we go. Dear Pluto, part of the Sunday 11 a.m. films in competition. This is a tribute to everyone's favorite planetoid from the poem Pizza by Manhattan slam poet Taylor Molly, who narrates. And finally, last but not least... There is a music videos in competition deal on Sunday at noon, which includes Hot Potato Style by Nikki DeBee. And so now you know. Ann Arbor Film Festival, going on now through Sunday at the Michigan Theater. Do not miss it. Well, I've been Mike for a long time. I mentioned that, didn't I? Arwolf is going to help us to face the music in just a moment. He's carefully sorting compact discs of the square variety with circular things in the middle that you will be listening to and perhaps more in just a moment. In the meantime, as I mentioned before, bouillabaisse may have been the derivation for filet gumbo, possibly, but maybe not. It's not to be confused with bouillabaisse, a fish stew that originated in France. However, if you want to be confused about bouillabaisse, this is your chance. This is bouillabaisse by the DeMarco sisters to head you into facing the music, and it goes a little something like this. Thank you for listening. Keep on doing it. Arwolf coming up at 7. Sasha Delmonico coming up at 8. Yeah. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor, and it goes a little something like this. Some gals just like to go out. Now, these things don't seem to interest me much. I just like to put food in my mouth. Now, there's a place down south in New Orleans where they specialize in French cuisine. They cook a dish for which I'm devout. When they serve it, you'll hear me shout. Yeah! Boon your base, boon boon your base. I ain't had a taste of it for days and days. Vichyssoise is a crazy dish, but I can't get with it cause it's got no fish. So if you want to hear screams of admiration, here's a few tips on its preparation. Introducing Misty Marco of the Better Bullion-Based Bureau. Now you take the uh, fin of a minna and the scale of a whale. Yes. A small red herring and a lobster's tail. Got it. Add a barracuda with some cooking oil, then you brew it all up. To a nice slow boil. What else? Peel yourself an eel, throw a big fat clam in, a lean sardine and some sockeye salmon. Uh-huh. Take the juice from a fifth of wine. Mm. Mix it all together till it tastes real fine. You got it. Booyah base, boo booyah base. The finest food you ever fed your face. Now if you want to cook it with expedience, here's a couple of added ingredients. Throw in the legs of a frog or two with an onion and a grunion and you let it stew. Moist an oyster and I'll tell you what. Throw in some shrimp and some halibut. Add a box of locks and some real mad shad. About a pound of flounder jack. That ain't bad. Then you grab any old thing from the bar. You mix it all up with some caviar. You got Repeat 
more soup. Pull your bass, pull your bass. We sing the praise of Booyah Praise him out that crazy Booyah Thank you, Mike. You know, there's another piece of music named after that food, and it's by Wild Man Fisher. And it's, I believe, on his album, Pronounced Normal. You might want to look that up sometime. It's considerably more twisted even than that. It's 7 o'clock, WCBN-FM Ann Arbor is what you got. Time for Face the Music. Tonight I have put together an hour of old records that I hope are going to help you to feel better. So you and me are going to listen to them together. I hope you have an hour to just soak this up. See what happens. If you have a cat or dog at hand, I would suggest uh, trying the, uh, the placing of the hands upon the animal. And that will help everybody to feel even better and better. Let's start with a record made in 1926 by Jimmy Blythe's washboard band. The clarinetist is Johnny Dodds. This is called the Bohunkus Blues. I believe the word Bohunkus is another word for your butt. Oh, no, no, no. Get a high C or A or something. No, give me another card. 